This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to BetQL Daily. Aaron Hawksworth, Jim Rodriguez, and Nick Ashew with you on this Thursday the Joes living their best lives on vacation. Our guy, handsome Hassan, had a hot date. He ditched us. I mean, people are dropping <laughs> like flies on the show. I don't know if I should take it personal, but I do want to point out it's a fantastic day for me. I avoided taking the bait on what was an atrocious four-leg parlay. I cashed out yep. immediately. My brother, Nick Ashy was trying to convince me that the Nats were going to sweep yeah. the Dodgers. And I said, you know, the Nats really sweeping the Dodgers. Cash mm-hmm. this out because if that parlay won, I would have to slide into Zach Wilson's DMs today, which I did not want to do. Let's face it, slightly unprofessional, but it's just awkward mm-hmm. for so many reasons. It would have been a funny bit, and I'm all for bits if it's going to make our radio show better. Um, I did get some DMs from our loyal listeners that were rooting for me and were like, don't let those guys bully you. Thank goodness you don't have to DM this guy. So I am so glad I can do a victory lap today. How'd you guys do last night? First off, first off, I will not say there was any bullying going on. You were more than happy to play along with the bit. So let's not make you the the you know the the victim here at all. I am the Ms. victim. Hawksworth. That is that is not the case. Don't you pull this. Secondly, uh. it is professional if you do that if it's for the show. And you were willing to do it for the show. So technically, it actually makes you a professional. So I'm very disappointed. Okay, My good. Nationals let me down. The Pirates were able to come through against the Dodgers before. The Nats won the first two. So I figured, hey, why not? And then when they're down about six, nothing, you realize, oh yeah, this, this is not going to work. Things are, the universe started to write things a little bit, J-Rod, where you're like, oh yeah, everything's even yes. back out where he needed to be. It was six, nothing about seven batters into the game. So I was, I was yeah. like, well, that's that. Now, I would have loved to have seen Aaron with that Snapchat bald filter slide into Zach Wilson. I, nice. Yeah, oh, I need yeah. to do that. Danger. Game change. We'll get into that. No, listen, Mark Canna helped me out last night for the Mets with a little with beating out an infield single for a little prop. And of course, Matt Olson, he owns Kyle Gibson. He had his fourth home run against him career. So we made a little cash on that. So I'm expecting to uh, make some more as we go through these next three hours here on BetQL Daily. Yeah, we will dive into today's MLB card at 10. But just a quick recap the Phillies bounce back after it really tough stretch won the series against the Braves um and thank goodness you know I already mentioned it 
the Dodgers bounce back. So I am safe. Seven one. I just logged into my app and I saw the score and I even screenshotted it. I was going to text it to you guys, but I just ended up having a busy day, but I was like, Woo! I'm off the hook. I am off the <laughs> hook. Yes. Um, the Astros, um, they were swept by the ace. So that was the other trash team that did end up pulling off a sweep. That's the first time the Astros have been swept all year. Um, so that was interesting. What do you think about that one, J-Rod? Well, it's funny. It's the first time that they've been swept since the A's did it to them last year in Oakland. They, for some reason, they got their number. If the hotel is too cool out in the Bay Area, too much stuff going on in San Francisco with the charcuterie boards, maybe they're not ready for these games. But the A's own the Astros at the Coliseum. It's amazing. But, you know, I think it's like anything. It's a marathon. You know, we talked about it, how the Pirates swept the Dodgers in L.A. this year. It's 162 games. Astros were coming off a huge series against the Mariners and are now starting another series against the Mariners. So clearly their head was elsewhere. Hey, it's the highlight of the A's season. Perfect. Uh, Bob Nightingale, Odyssey MLB insider. He's going to join us at 1015. But let's get to some NFL um, because, you know, I'm driving the show. So it's what I want to talk about. And it's always NFL and football for me. <laughs> Sorry, Twitch chat. I know. I know. But don't worry. You're going to like this because this story is very fascinating to me. Um, over at Patriots training camp, we're seeing Matt Patricia calling the plays for the Patriots. I, I mean, Bill Belichick, known as a genius, right? They call him the GOAT, although I do think Tom Brady won that uh, divorce. Of course, he goes on to win the Super Bowl championship. And what has Bill done since the two split? But this is a first for Patricia. Remember, he spent six seasons as the Patriots defensive coordinator from 2012 to 2017. And then he had a failed three-year stint as the Lions head coach. Now this guy is going to be calling offensive plays. Bill Belichick still hasn't named official offensive and defensive coordinators. I don't know if he's testing them out, but it seems like this might be a thing. And I'm curious what your thoughts are on this. You like it? Hate it? At this, at this point, he's made it clear that he doesn't like titles and doesn't care because in the end, he wants more control. And if there's anybody that could get away with this, it's Bill Belichick. There's not many coaches. In fact, there's only one coach in the NFL that could get away with this type of system, and it's Bill Belichick. And that's what happens when you establish yourself for two-plus decades of being as successful and as smart as Bill Belichick has been. Now, this isn't going to just be all praise for Bill Belichick here. I get it because there's people that maybe want to vomit when they hear it, and I understand there's a lot of hate towards the Patriots. I really don't care because I can tell you majority of people that are fans of a team would love the Patriots' history over the last 20 years and call them cheaters all you want. The reality of it is Bill Belichick is smarter than just about everybody else in the NFL. Almost everybody. There are some people that may be coming close to him, and if they continue to coach as long as they do, maybe they'll get close to his level. The reality of this is, though, it only works now because we haven't seen the results, where you go, oh, okay, all right, Belichick, go ahead and give it a shot. If the Patriots' offense looks distraught, looks confused out there, looks disheveled on a weekly basis— that's when you're going to start having the questions. That's when you're going to start looking around going, 
Maybe they do miss Josh McDaniels more. The Bill Belichick coaching tree hasn't been very successful. In fact, it's been mostly terrible throughout the entire course of any assistant leaving. They'll be a head coach somewhere else. So this is a real test now on the next evolution of Bill Belichick. I will say this. I think he's also kind of bored. He's like, Tom Brady's done. I've established myself. My legacy's set up. So why don't I just try something different and see if I'm still smarter than everybody else? Not even having true assistance with titles anymore. It's I am fascinated by this, and I cannot wait to see how this plays out with the Patriots this year. I can't I can't recall, and maybe you guys can help me, a guy or you know, a coach switching sides. You know, all of right. a sudden being a defensive yeah. guy, and all of a sudden now, okay, now I want to be the offensive coordinator with a young quarterback who is developing. To me, I, I mean Belichick to me, he's he's an evil genius. And I think you're I think you nailed it, Nick. I think he is bored. I think what what can I do to stir it up to get the media going? Clearly, this is a collaborative effort. I mean, I'm still mad at the Lions yeah. for firing a guy who had a winning record in Jim Caldwell to bring in Matt Patricia, who turned out to be an utter train wreck over there. Mm-hmm. To, to me, it's it's a recipe for disaster. Eight and a half is the number uh, on wins for the Patriots this year. Interesting to see if that'll be, be affected of it at all. Um, I, I think it's a bad idea. I think it's a recipe for disaster, especially with a young quarterback. But, hey, what, what do we know? Bill Belichick's sitting there with six Super Bowl ranks. Uh, Listen, it's a weird situation of that in young general quarterback, here. Joe Judge, the guy who got fired from the Giants, by the way, is the quarterback's coach. Like, what are the Patriots doing? Right. Bill Belichick is 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 probably going to look like a genius because this is what he does so he's getting creative but i mean between patricia calling plays and joe judge i mean the giants choked so many times last season and you got this guy you know now the quarterbacks coach with the patriots coaching up mac jones in the second season i don't know what to make of it i'm here for the disaster <laughs> all we need it, now it, is look, urban meyer like being a special teams coach and we send the patriots stop, are set. stop it Stop it. You are that actually that would be kind of funny to see Urban Meyer go work in that organization. By the way, how weird is it to see the Patriots and Dolphins both with the same odds to win the AFC East? That's weird to me. They're both yeah. plus 450. The Bills are I mean, look, we knew the Bills were going to be heavy favorites. That's why this just has the feeling to me of Belichick realizing, all right, this is probably a playoff team, but we're no more than that. I know what a Super Bowl contender looks like. We're not quite there. It's like when he's praising Mac Jones. He's praising Mac Jones because he's a young quarterback. And he wants to make sure that he gets his confidence up without putting too many expectations on him this year. And if anything, if Mac Jones doesn't look great this year, you can just chalk it up to the fake offensive coordinators that they've got going on. So it's pressure off of Jones. It's pressure off of Bill Belichick in the end because you just go ahead and blame Matt Patricia if you want or Joe Judge, depending on who the offensive coordinator is that week for the Patriots. I just want to know what is going through Mac Jones's mind when he swipes his card, walks into Patriot Place, and Matt Patricia's going to be offensive coordinator. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. <laughs> like, do they rotate them around? Is it every day yeah, they're like, at a different what? meeting? What? Who? Who's going to be the coach? Yeah. What's happening here? Matt Patricia oh. leads the offensive meetings today, and then tomorrow it's Joe Judge, and you just go around the corner and that, like, 
Maybe they just rotate everybody because you don't really have true defensive coordinators either. There's no title for them either. He's got his son as what, like the one of the like assistant coaches, but that's as far as his title goes. So in the end, if you're the Patriots, maybe you're just rotating guys all the way through in the first four weeks of the season. As we know, Bill Belichick almost treats it like preseason, as we've seen over the years where the Patriots get better as the season goes on. Maybe this is going to be what he does. It's let's just wrote every, rotate everybody around, see who's best at what position, and by week five, we'll have a full staff established and we're ready to go there. I think this Maybe. is what makes this so intriguing is because week one, we've got Patriots at Dolphins. The Pats are two-and-a-half-point underdogs in Miami. J-Rod, you're in Miami. I want to get both of your thoughts on this because – you know, so many question marks surrounding Tua. This guy's been dragged. Not a lot of believers in Tua time. So you've got the Patriots and what we just dissected going on there in New England. And then you've got Miami. What's going to happen there? The two teams play each other week one. I cannot wait for it. What do you got? What side would you be on here? Um, Patriots, two and a half point dogs. I will say this, the Patriots, for whatever reason, even when Tom Brady was with them, even when they were winning all those Super Bowls, they've never had success or any long-term success here in South Florida. They That was always the game that they lost. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we remember we go back to the Miami Miracle a couple of years ago. For some reason, you know, we talk about the charcuterie board in San Francisco. Maybe the, the croquetas and the empanadas are really in the cafecito work in South <laughs> Florida. I don't know what it is, but I will take the Dolphins laying those two and a half points. I think Tua, I think that defense against Mac Jones. I think he is going to see some things. I think Mike Patricia may go through a couple of pencils going through that. He may start calling defensive and offensive plays in that game. I like the Dolphins in that game a lot. And by the way, it's not just down there. I mean, overall, since 2017, the Patriots are 4-6 and six against the Dolphins. So it has been one of those yeah. situations where that team – it never makes sense, and they just have their number. It's like the Nats winning two straight against the Dodgers. Aaron, nothing made sense. That's why I thought three straight would work. It didn't, but that's what gives you at least a little more confidence in a, you know, in a Dolphins team against the Patriots, especially now when, look, it's not the same Patriots that we used to have. But but is it? Because, I mean, there's two coaches I never want to bet against, Nick Saban and Bill Belichick, because mm -hmm. you just can't count sure. them out. They have this weird factor where it's like, it seems logical, but then somehow they're able to pull some crazy things off. First five games Except of the season. Except in the season, playoffs last year for the Patriots, right? Except for the playoffs for the Patriots last exactly. year. Exactly. You know, so th that's what really makes me what think it is different this time around. So we got Patriots at Dolphins, Patriots at Steelers, Ravens at Patriots, Patriots at Packers, and then Lions at Patriots. Ooh, Matt Patricia. Um, so this is going to be interesting. They could get I mean, off. That's to two a rough and three, start. isn't it? That's two and three, exactly, right? That exactly. That's that's a pretty tough maybe start one and there. four, maybe. You know, could it could be a disaster right there, there in New England. Mm -hmm. That would be uh, so. I mean, listen, they could certainly lose in Miami, beat the Steelers, lose to the Ravens. Yeah, one and three Packers, then Lions. You know. The real thing here, though, is going to be whether or not Mac Jones really looks as good as Bill Belichick says, right? Like, we know this in the end, that even yeah. though you can scheme up whatever you want if you're Bill Belichick, you've got to have some semblance of good quarterback play, even with all of the wrinkles that Belichick can throw out there in 20-plus years of being a head coach. Mac Jones ha has to be at least a consistent quarterback for them. 
And, you know, we look so much at all of these quarterbacks from last year and how bad the rookie class essentially was on the field. And there's a million different circumstances as to why. Mac Jones was the most consistent because he was in the most stable situation. But now it's year right. two. Do you see more of the growth from him that we expect to see from, let's say, a Trevor Lawrence? So you know I'm high on I love the Jags, and I love what Trevor Lawrence can be this year. But are we going to get the same trajectory from Mac Jones from year one to year two that we might get from somebody like Trevor and, Lawrence? And will Bill Belichick allow him? Will he you know, take the reins up? Will he give him the keys? That's the thing. I think because remember that game? Were Mac Jones only threw the ball like three times last three year? Times. Three <laughs> times. And that again, Amazing. that's Bill Belichick. Years ago, you remember this, guys. Remember when uh, Bill Belichick and was uh, the, the Patriots were playing the Ravens in the playoffs and they manipulated the eligible, ineligible receiver rule that the NFL changed once Belichick did it where he'd send running backs out and they'd be announced as ineligible receivers just to throw off the Ravens. Nobody else would do something like that except Bill Belichick, who goes to bed at night reading the NFL rule book and falling asleep, learning ways to manipulate it against every other team in the NFL. There's only one person, and it's him. So what's the final consensus over or under the win total for the Patriots? I think I'll still take the over, but we're talking like nine wins. Nine or ten. They won ten last year. I'll take the over, but it's a slight over. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I think I think nine, ten tops, but I, I think I think they'll hit it. I think they'll get over it. I agree. I like to hate on Bill Belichick, but let's be real. It's hard to bet against the guy. I'm sure he'll find, find a way to way, pull man. off nine he wins or more. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for joining us. BetQL Daily rolls on. Coming up next, we got to go off the board. Nick Ashew, he used the bold filter. Cody Decker <laughs> will join us tomorrow. I can't wait to see if he actually went bald, but we've got to continue the conversation right after this.